0: Introduction. Headache disorders are among the most common disorders of the nervous system and are a feature of both minor and major illness, which can prove challenging for a clinician. Most headaches are simple and not serious, but care must be taken to ensure that time-critical conditions are not missed. A detailed history is vital when dealing with headaches as the etiology may go back hours, days, months or even years in relation to family history or childhood illness e.g. tumours. Incidents. More than 10 million people in the UK suffer from headaches. Most headaches are not serious and can be treated with over-the-counter medicines and lifestyle changes, such as getting more rest and drinking enough fluids. However, there are red flags in both history and examination that may indicate more concerning causes. The severity of headaches varies from patient to patient in terms of the pain the patient experiences. Although the pain may be the primary concern of the patient, it may not be associated with the severity of the underlying cause. The outcome for the patient presenting to the ambulance service for headache will be as varied as the cause of the headache. The clinical significance of the headache and the progression are all dependent on the presenting factors. Red flag signs and symptoms Headache localised to the vertex, i.e. top of the head Escalating headache of an unusual nature Change in visual acuity Meningeal irritation, i.e. neck stiffness or photophobia Cranial nerve palsy Worsening headache with fever Sudden onset or thunderclap headache reaching maximum intensity within 5 minutes. New onset neurological deficit, i.e. loss of function or altered sensation. New onset cognitive dysfunction. Change in personality. Impaired level of consciousness. Recent head trauma, typically within the past 3 months. Headache triggered by cough, falsalva, brackets, trying to breathe out with nose and mouth blocked, or a sneeze. Headache triggered by exercise. Orthostatic headache, i.e. a headache that changes with posture. Symptoms suggesting of giant cell arteritis, which could include pain and tenderness over the temples, jaw pain while eating, or talking, or visual problems. Symptoms and signs of acute narrow angle glycoma, i.e. red eye. A substantial change in the characteristics of their headache. Vomiting without other obvious cause. Newly presenting ataxia, i.e. a neurological sign consisting of a lack of voluntary coordination of muscle movements. Any evidence of a rash. Headaches can be broadly defined as primary or secondary. Primary headaches are those which occur spontaneously. Brackets, simple headaches occur in response to lifelong conditions. Brackets, migraines are tension-type headaches. Brackets, various etiologies, or are severe, short-lasting headaches. Brackets, cluster headaches. These should not be considered as being pathological, as they are normal for the patient. Secondary headaches are secondary to the illness or injury, and are pathological in origin. For instance, head trauma, brackets, skull fracture, infective origin, brackets, meningitis, intercranial haemorrhage, brackets, spontaneous subarachnoid bleed or subdural bleed following trauma, or vascular, brackets, temporal arteritis. Types of headache. Migraine. A migraine is a severe headache felt as a throbbing pain that is usually unilateral and frontal, often accompanied by nausea and vomiting. Some people also have other symptoms, such as sensitivity to light. Migraine is a common health condition affecting about 15% of adults in the UK. There are several types of migraine. Migraine with aura, this has the presence of a warning sign known as an aura before the migraine begins. About a third of people with a migraine have this. Warning signs may include visual problems such as flashing lights, stiffness in the neck, shoulders or limbs or occasionally limb weakness or altered limb sensation. The migraine with aura may appear like a transient ischemic attack or stroke great care is needed to differentiate between these two diagnoses if there's any doubt treat this as a tia or stroke migraine without aura this is a headache without the signs and symptoms aforementioned migraine without headache also known as a silent migraine this is when an aura or other migraine symptoms are experienced in the absence of a headache. Particular attention should be paid to the condition as the symptoms can clearly mimic those of other conditions such as a TIA. If any doubt, treat as a TIA or stroke. Migraines affect one in four women and one in 12 men in the UK. Some women find that migraine attacks are more frequent around the time of their menstruation, although this association has not been proven. Migraines usually begin in young adults. About 9 in 10 have their first migraine before they are 40 years old, although it's possible for migraines to begin later in life. Everyone will experience migraines differently. Some people have attacks frequently, up to several times a week. Other people may have a migraine occasionally, and it's possible for years to pass between migraine attacks. Sometimes migraine attacks are associated with certain triggers, such as stress and certain foods. Tension type headaches. Tension type headaches are the most common type of headache and the ones we think of as normal, everyday headaches. Most people are likely to have experienced them at some point. Up to 70% of the whole population will experience a tension type headache during their lifetime. However, they are more prevalent up to the age of 30. Tension type headaches may feel like a constant ache that affects both sides of the head and is often frontal. Patients may also complain of their neck muscles tightening and a feeling of pressure behind the eyes. The headache usually lasts for one to six hours but some people may have more persistent headaches that last for several days. Tension type or chronic daily headaches can be caused by medication overuse or withdrawal. These should be considered to be secondary headaches. A tension type headache is also the most common symptom of mild carbon monoxide poisoning. Medication overuse headaches. Be alert to the possibility of medication overuse headaches in people whose headache developed or worsened while they were taking the following drugs for three months or more. Triptans, opioids, ergots or a combination of analgesic medications on 10 days per month or more. Paracetamol, aspirin or an NSAID either alone or in any combination on 15 days per month or more. The body gets used to the painkillers that are being taken. A rebound headache develops particularly if patients have not taken a painkiller within a day or so of the last dose. Patients assume that they are suffering from a further tension headache or migraine and take a further dose of painkiller. When the effect of the painkiller wears off, another rebound headache develops and the cycle continues. Patients may start to take painkillers every day as a prophylactic measure to prevent headaches, which can further compound the problem. Cluster headaches Cluster headaches are excruciating attacks of pain in one side of the head often felt behind the eye. Sufferers often call them suicidal headaches because they are so severe. Cluster headaches begin unexpectedly and they are much more painful than migraines or any other type of headache. They are called cluster headaches because sufferers usually get one to three of the attacks every day for several weeks or months before they subside. A pain-free period will follow which sometimes lasts months or years before the headaches attacks start again. Each cluster headache lasts between 15 minutes and 3 hours, but often less than 1 hour. They may start in the early hours of the morning and wake the person from sleep. Because of the intensity of the pain, some people will pace the room, rock or may even bang their head against the wall out of frustration, restlessness and despair. There are two types of cluster headaches. Episodic headache clusters are separated by headache-free periods of one month or more. Chronic headache clusters are separated by headache-free periods of less than one month or are not separated at all. About 10% of cluster headache cases are chronic. Cluster headaches are rare and affect around 1 in 1,000 people. Anyone can be affected, but approximately 80% of sufferers are male and most are smokers. It's not known the cause of cluster headaches, but they are more common in autumn and spring. In some people, an attack can be triggered by drinking alcohol or an extreme increase in temperature, such as exercising in hot weather. Subarachnoid haemorrhage Subarachnoid haemorrhage is usually the result of bleeding from an aneurysm. It was previously thought to be mostly congenital, but the cause is now considered to vary from genetic malformations of the elastic lamina To stresses such as hypertension and atherosclerosis. Subarachnoid hemorrhage affects 6 to 12 people per 100,000 of the population per year and constitutes about 6% of first strokes. Although subarachnoid hemorrhage represents a small proportion of strokes, it tends to affect younger people, of whom about half die due to the episode. Risk factors include hypertension, smoking, and excessive alcohol. However, the bigger the aneurysm, the more likely it is to bleed. The most characteristic feature is a sudden headache. They may last a few seconds or even a fraction of a second. Patients may even look around and accuse someone of hitting them on the back of the head. Subarachnoid haemorrhage should be considered in any patients presenting with sudden onset, severe and unusual headache with or without any associated alterations in consciousness. The dominant feature is the severity rather than the suddenness of the headache, often being described as the most severe ever experienced. It may last a week or two. Vomiting may occur, however this does not distinguish it from other causes of headache. Seizures occur only in about 7% of patients, but when they do, they are highly suggestive of a haemorrhage. Assessment and Management of Headache Pain Assess the Socrates of the pain. Sight, where exactly is the pain? Onset, what was the patient doing when the pain came on? Character, what does the pain feel like? Radiates, where does the pain spread to? Associated symptoms, e.g. nausea and dizziness. Timing, how long has the pain lasted? Exacerbating, relieving factors, what makes it better or worse? Severity, obtain an initial pain score offer symptomatic pain relief for clinically benign headaches, usually appropriate pain management drug therapy and taking into account the patient's preference, comorbidities and risk of adverse effects. Consideration should therefore be given to initial management with NSAIDs and or paracetamol combined with onward referral for consideration of additional therapies such as antiemetics and triptans except in cluster headaches where paracetamol, NSAIDs, opioids, ergots and oral triptans should not be offered for the acute treatment. In this instance, the patient should be referred to their own GP for onward management. Beware of making the diagnosis of cluster headaches. It is very rare and other serious conditions may present in this way. Where medication overuse is the cause, advise the patient to stop taking all overused acute headache medication and see their GP. It's best to stop abruptly rather than gradually. It is important to note that headache symptoms are likely to get worse in the short term before they improve and that there may be associated withdrawal symptoms. Avoid morphine due to potential side effects which could worsen the patient's condition and or hinder further assessment.